0: This is Holistic
1: Hysteria.
0: Hello. Hey, Kelly. How are you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I was just saying that my dog is right here before we got dropped earlier, and she won't go around back, and she's breathing real hard because she ran from the neighbor's house. Oh, so she's yeah, ready I, to
0: rest and and listen and while well, I'm sitting inside the studio, but I have the door open, so hopefully nothing too crazy happens. But if if it does, I'll close it. But it's a very peaceful view, and it is very loud and obnoxious in my house. Uh, one of the kids found an <laughs> accordion, so um, so yeah, I had to come and and steal away to another part of the the environment. But <clears throat> that sounds good. So let that me know if good. nature gets too loud. Um, okay. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: I told my dog to go and see my son, but she just looked at me. So. Oh well. I, I, oh, yeah, I talk to her more and more like a person, as, as the quarantine, you know, keeps going. Yeah. But anyways, I when we got cut off earlier, this is this is what I was saying. This is the week that I've had. Go for it. I had three of my dearest friends have birthdays this week. Oh no! So we. We celebrated. We celebrated them all at the same time. And I had some of those mango white claws. Yes. And after I had some of those, I'm not going to lie, I hugged somebody. (laughs) And I felt like I needed to do the walk of shame when I realized what I had done. Because at the time, I didn't think anything about it. Because, you know, we're Southern and we hug and and snuggle and kiss and you know yep that's how that's how we do shake hands whatever anyway so I just when I realized it I thought oh my god I've hooked somebody what do I do now do I call the health department do I I mean I I don't even know what I do in this day and age we feel like we need one of those like uh doorways that have like
0: the sanitizing blast you can just like walk through real quick or something
1: yeah yeah I mean I did yeah that's it was so bad and you know 18 years of my career has been devoted to a population that that people shun and people don't want to love and and I've spent my entire career making sure that I shake hands and hug patients and show them that they're loved and you're just it's just hard when you forget you you don't undo years and years of of that you know even quarantine going on as long as it can. I just forgot. I know. And the, uh, and the other person came in for a hug too. I mean, they were just, we didn't think anything about it.
0: It's just normal. It's not hypersensitive and it's, it's hard to be hypersensitive when you're celebrating something or I had the same kind of situation, but it was actually at a funeral of a friend's um, relative, a very close friend of mine lost a relative, um, two close friends lost a relative. And, um, you know, just consoling someone. Like, how else are you supposed to do that when you're standing right there? Besides just a good old hug, a hug. You know. So I know. I we, I, know. I just you know you do what you can do, <laughs> and move on. I guess I'm not. You know. At least we're not going around hugging everybody. But you know, when people when you're around people, I think there's certain people that like are only seeing kind of the, some of the same circles of people, and they're being very careful. Um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you know, when I'm at the grocery store or. You know, the gas station or whatever. Always have a mask on. I Always have my hand sanitizer going. And I also do those practices, you know, in, in groups of people. But especially the like the washing of the hands, hand sanitizer stuff. But maybe not as much of the mask when we can kind of be outside and keep our distance and all that stuff. But um, you know, you don't think about it when you like go in for that hug or whatever. But it's it's, it's kind of weird now to like be around other people and like nobody's shaking hands, nobody's you know. No physical I contact. Mean, yeah,
1: <laughs> right. You think about our our religion and our church that we go to. We have two services. We have what we call the edge, and then we have big church. Right. And when you go to big church, you have a time which we're not going to any church right now, but you have a moment where you, it's called passing of the peace, mm-hmm. and that is a time where you go around and you shake hands and you hug people. And grandmas and great aunts are gonna kiss and love and slobber and <laughs> all that you know right that's what you do right. and so it's it's just it's been very confusing it has um, you know when you're when you meet somebody in the south, you're gonna get a handshake or at the very least right i mean we're not gonna you know assault you, but we're gonna snuggle and I mean, you get a funny look you know. if
0: you're driving down the road and somebody waves at you and you don't wave back. Like and there's yeah, some, I mean, I that's zero old. contact, but that's acknowledgement. You have you, you acknowledge everybody, you know, and then Absolutely. you're rude you're rude if you don't and
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I you know, I think, Oh, that person's having a bad day. Yeah. I mean, if they don't wave back. Yeah. How so, rude. but any, anyways, it's been a roller coaster of emotions this week. Yes. Uh, since the, the hugging incident. And so I have, you know, just done the best I can, but then we got a whole bunch of, uh, takeout Thai food
0: mm.
1: on Wednesday and it was delicious. And I ate that and then I had it again yesterday for lunch and I'm dealing with the delayed sodium yes. bloat. Yes. So I feel like a little bit of a blowfish, um, And it happens with some of the best takeout food does that to you, doesn't it? Mm. Oh, man, just delicious. Just a great place. It's near where I work, and I love to go. I love everything that they have. I've not had anything there that I did not like. It's just all delicious. And so we got that, and so it was not a shock to me this morning when I got on the scales and I had put on a pound, but that was it, one pound. And I thought, this is This is bloat. Yes. And (laughs) we're going to get into this a little bit later in
0: the episode, but more than likely it's that bloat is what's technically inflammation. And as soon as that inflammation goes away, the weight goes away. Um, And really you might end up in a couple of days being even lower than you were before. So, you know, Thank goodness we kind of worked on mindset and all that stuff first yeah. before you kind of get, get into this paying attention about your weight and all that stuff. It's one of the main reasons why mindset is so important. So in the first you know episode of this series, um, after the intro, we kind of got into like the mindset week is the first meat of the work. And Establishing daily mindset practices because you're going to have people's birthdays that you celebrate. You're going to have friends that um, pass away or, or relatives that pass away. You're going to have those anxious feelings from anything. Right now, a lot of it is due to, to the pandemic. You know, I know I find myself getting anxious going out in public. Still, um, you know, there's just all these things that come along with whatever phase you're in in your life right now, we have this uncertainty. And so it's absolutely causing some feelings for people. And I mean, I'm the first one to admit I've definitely gained some weight, which I know is mostly inflammation because I've been emotional eating, emotional drinking. Um, and mm-hmm. I know I'm not alone on that, but I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm, I've had to work really hard not to beat myself up for it just because, i I see myself i've been at like a, a what I call my healthy maintenance weight like i i'm I'm still enjoying the things in life i'm not any i'm not too stri- restricted i'm not you know going off the rails but i'm I, this happy moderate place that I'm teaching people to get to, and I was there for like two years and then all of a sudden. Like here I am in this little phase where it's not a big deal. It's just like, you know, maybe 10 pounds, the scale's kind of gone up since like the beginning, I would go back to like the beginning of the holidays, really for me, like, so that holiday season, and then you kind of rain it back in. And then all of a sudden this crisis hits and here I am not going down, but, you know, kind of going up and staying like at this higher um, place. But I know for me that it's a lot of it's inflammation, but I'm just not at a place right now that I'm going to, that, or I haven't been. I would say that I'm buckling down and kind of getting back to that daily norm that I've had because it's not normal. You know, it's been kind of crazy. So first of all, I want to, I want to acknowledge that you've taken on this program during a time when emotions are going to be crazy and that you acknowledge that every week's going to be kind of different. You know, it's not necessarily everybody anyway, that I've ever worked with um, are like the progress is usually up and down, up and down, up and down, but the overall you know, grade of the curve goes down. Does that make sense? So like, yeah, it's every week is going to be different. And like we have a window of the six week program that we're going to kind of get you going in the right direction. But I hope that you're obviously your grade is going to continue to go down and go down once you, you know, we get all the way through it and you have these practices that you're developing, but then you're also going to continue to learn and continue to customize to yourself. And, um, you know, as this program is developing, there is kind of like some basic, Obviously, basic information in each of these um, kind of pillars of health that I call them um, that everybody can learn from, everybody can adopt for themselves and all that jazz. But um, because you're going on the track that also has the one on one accountability um, coaching part to it it's been, you know, kind of interesting to kind of customize everything a little more towards you. And so we're using these podcast times as what would be kind of a peek into a consultation call that would happen once a week if you chose the one-on-one, you know, track or whatever. So um, anyway, I'm glad that you've been able to have a week where you knew that like, you know, there's birthdays, there's eat, you know, takeout and all that stuff, because I'm never going to tell you not to do those things. Like, I want you to find your balance with all of those things still occurring and buckle down in the places where you can buckle down. For me, I finally hit this point where I've started focusing on one thing a week that I'm like, okay, I've been really meaning to make this a habit. Um, this week I picked dry brushing. Um, it's something that it's not a life necessarily a life altering habit, but it's something that I know that have benefits, physical benefits for literally taking a soft dish bristle brush Um, and brushing over your skin from your toes all the way up to your head before you get in the shower. I've had this brush for months and months and months. And I I think about it as soon as I get in the shower, I'm like, crap, I forgot to dry brush first. Well, once your skin is wet, you don't want to brush it because it tears up your skin and all that stuff. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll remember tomorrow. (laughs) And I never did, except for like maybe a handful of times in literally over months, But I finally anchored it to the habit of brushing my hair before I get in the shower. So if I'm going to wash my hair, which I don't every day, but if I do wash my hair, I brush it to get the oils from my scalp all the way down my hair because I hear it protects your hair. Don't know if it's true. It's just something I've always done. Um, If I don't uh, wash it, I'm going to brush it up into a high bun and protect it from getting wet. Um, So I've been really consistent with dry brushing every day this week except for yesterday I didn't wash my hair, and when I put it up in my bun, I did not brush my hair. So I did not. Br- I did not dry brush. So you've got to be careful, kind of what you choose. You know, later on in episodes, we'll talk about more about anchoring and stuff. But it's like a, it's a psychological hack, really, um, to, for developing habits. And we're all about habits. So <laughs> um, you just gotta gotta be careful with those. But um, kind of getting into. I don't know. So I guess we want to start with maybe like kind of what the homework I was that I, you know, giving you this week and that kind of thing. And some of the information, we're going to keep piling all that on. So we started with mindset. You've got some practices down. Um, Did you feel like you had to really kind of pull some of that up during any of this week? Or did you feel kind of already established with some of that? Um, I know we kind of just started with some of this, but um, we've got that. And then we move on to the, you know, this is nutrition week. And it's, I mean, it's barely scratching the surface is what we're doing this week, but every week we're going to continue to learn more and more and, more and more and more and more and it's just that learning will continue even after the program's over. But, um, you know, it's not the only thing we're focusing on this week. The mindset practices continue and the nutrition stuff is introduced and it continues onto the next week. So, um, did those mindset practices that you've been doing help you over this week as we introduce some of this nutrition stuff as well?
1: Yes, it, it did. And I was able to do some of that and take advantage of this beautiful day. This morning, I got out on my back patio and did some yoga, some stretching. And it it was morning times. So it was just, it was just beautiful morning. And to get kind of get myself, you know, in, in a good mindset, I've didn't do that yesterday. And so yesterday, I I wouldn't say I was in a bad mood, but it it, I, it makes me feel better. I'm always in a better mood when I can take some time and do that. So um, I think it did help. Perfect. It is it's
0: a great way to start exactly. the day. And, you know, it doesn't make every day perfect, that's for sure. But I know, <laughs> I know for me, if I can get it in early, it absolutely helps the rest of my day. It's like, it's almost like, telling yourself, I can handle whatever comes at me today. I know I don't have to be perfect. I know I'm good enough. I know I'm worthy. I know I'm, I'm doing the best I can. And then it's like, that sets the tone, you know, for the whole day. And, um, so your perspective shifts. So even if bad stuff happens, um, or whatever, you, you're looking at it through a positive lens. And that way you've got that, um, you know, you've, you've got a leg up so to speak. Um, on handling it and staying more positive. Um, cause I've definitely noticed, you know, the days that I don't get it in and you know, I, I'm not, I'm not a stranger to like stress eating or emotional eating or whatever myself, or, you know, we're talking about last week, like, oh, I deserve that donut or whatever it is like, or I deserve, you know, a big old glass of wine because I've had a, I've had a day, you know, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But if you're always kind of falling back on that, I have, you know, my mm-hmm. life is so rough. I have it so hard. I deserve this. You're, it's really hard to make positive progress towards your like healthier goals and stuff. So um mm-hmm. I commend you for doing yeah. the work through all the hard things. That's for sure. Um Well, thank you.
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's helped, but I have learned that a lot of wine and beers, unfortunately mm-hmm. make me swell. Yes. They they make my hands and feet swell and that's disgusting. Um, but you know what? That's not disgusting because we've talked about my bathroom visits here. I'm just <laughs> completely open. Book, yeah, it's so nothing. I is I off limits. Hands and feet. Yeah, hands and feet swelling aren't so gross, I guess. But I those um, and I sound like a commercial for the Mango White Claw. But those <laughs> things don't swell my feet and my hands, and I don't know why. I can't figure out why those don't. And wine, like a really good wine or a cr- nice craft beer will well and it's made me a little sad but it's also good for me because I you know tend to go to craft beer a lot and so that that figuring that out has been uh helpful but also sad right
0: I know so I have to tell you I'm the same way with the craft beer and a good wine and I don't love the white calls for anybody that doesn't know those are like the seltzer you know drinks or whatever uh, yeah it's just, sorry you know, like seltzer yeah. water and they have you know flavors or whatever but it's like really little to no sugars it's very low calories um but it's about the same alcohol as like a regular light beer so it's not um too crazy but it's actually you know it's like you, know, you don't have to drink a million of them um so anyway this is not like a an advocate uh segment either for like drinking a whole lot. I'm just saying if it, it's become, it's become <laughs> a go-to for people who do want to enjoy something every once in a while and it not put, you know, make them heavy. I, I do have to say though, some people have realized that they are really sensitive to the carbonation of like the, you know, um, the sparkling, whatever, like, cause it's, it is, you know, it's in a can, it's got bubbles, whatever. Some mm-hmm. people get really bloated. They might not, ne- not necessarily feel super ill effects, but that can affect people too. Um, one trick I've Mm -hmm. learned, anything you're going to open, like whether it's a bottle or a can or whatever, and drink something from it. Um, not that I'm saying I'm okay with people drinking sodas either, but if you're going to, um, pouring it into another container, like another glass or whatever, um, releases a lot of the bubbles and you don't end up drinking those. So, um, Mm -hmm. drinking through a straw versus gulping it open mouth also makes a difference with how much air you swallow um as long as you're not sucking through your nose and then swallowing that plus what you're sucking in the straw but um being mindful about how much air you swallow in and you're putting it into your belly makes a difference too so um really a lot of the, about a lot of what we're covering during this nutrition week is getting to know how your body responds to things it's very important to tune into you know what happens that 20 minutes or you know, the next 24 hours after I have this kind of food or this kind of drink or whatever, because, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I got heartburn. I have no idea what it is. I'll just take a pill. Or, you know, they go to bed feeling like, oh my gosh, I look six months pregnant, you know, and I'm super tender to the touch of my midsection. What's going on? But if you don't really think about like what all you've consumed that day or whatever else surrounded, like other habits that surrounded what happened that day, you're not, it's all about bringing awareness to your actions because then when you have those awareness to your actions, you can make changes and you kind of get it to play detective a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people are like, I don't have time for that. I just need somebody to tell me what to eat. But as I've said before, I can't tell you what's right for you because there are some healthy foods that cause people inflammation. So they're going to get bloated. Mm -hmm. They're going to have that pain. They're going to, you know, maybe get constipated or have opposite problems or whatever. Um, you have to figure that out for yourself. And so I'm so glad that you've put two and two together as sad as it may be. I'm right there with you. I have things that (laughs) I really enjoy, uh, even healthy food wise. I've Mm -hmm. figured out some things and, um, Mm -hmm. I just, I, I just have to be more aware. Now I'm not saying you can never have those things and whatever. So what we've already talked about before, as far as like your kind of game plan for your nutrition has been, um, intuitive eating. Mm -hmm and you're basically trying to you know follow what feels good to you do things you know eat things that you like you know trying some new things but kind of listening to your body and and learning along the way and i'm kind of i want to move us kind of more into an informed eating space which you know it's not dieting it's what we just said paying attention to what you're eating and knowing like Saying, well, that craft beer or that donut or maybe even that kale, you know, there's like a delicious kale salad you want to eat, but you know that kale causes you, you know, to bloat and have inflammation. Um, Knowing that that's going to happen after you eat it and you eating it, you know, that's what caused it. And you're not a bad person because you chose to have it. You're just now prepared for what's going to happen. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yes. But if like, if you're trying to avoid those bad feelings, like, or, you know, the bloat, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're whatever, if you're informed about what kind of works against you, then you know, to do something else. If you're, if you, if you yes. want to, you know, um, yeah. so well, I'm not and I going to put I've, you on a diet.
1: This is not what this is about. So, okay. Well, but I think that, you know, the last couple of weeks I've been, you know, reading and learning and the things that you have sent me and um, the videos and just kind of, you know, learning and um, trying some things that I like um, and trying new things. Um, I'm actually, I'm ready to make that next step of that. You know, more conscious of of what I'm putting in and more conscious of increasing my uh, movement because I do want to start seeing the results. And I like the way that I feel when I eat. Like this morning I had, you know, the egg whites, and I made, I had cut up some peppers and onion and tomatoes and just sauteed that with it. And I had a half of an avocado. Perfect. And I, I felt so good about 30 minutes after I ate breakfast. I would, it, it, it it made me feel good. And so I'm, I'm seeing that versus when I eat things that don't make me feel so good as much as I love my Thai food. And I know there's, there's Thai food out there that would, that would be a better choice than what I choose. Um, but, you know, as opposed to after I ate that, and then after I ate, you know, my egg white omelet this morning, there was a, an obvious difference in the way that I felt. So I'm ready to kind of go forward. Right. That. And that's exactly, so,
0: yeah. I'm so glad that you feel that way or that you and even said that out loud, because it is all about making choices that make you feel better. Because there's a lot of people walking around that feel like SH. Um, they feel like crap. So, you know, just in a lot of issues that people suffer are fixable if they would fix their nutrition and I'm not going to get on Mm a soapbox about it. I'm not saying I'm perfect with mine. I'm just saying I have learned and made changes in things that I know cause me issues. And I'm always learning, though. Like I said, we're always aging. Things are going to affect us differently. Maybe you used to have horrible reactions to a certain, certain kind of food and you don't anymore or whatever the case may be. Maybe, um, you know, your, your taste buds change, all that stuff. So it's really important just to stay tuned in. And if you want to feel better, you know, do things that help you feel better. And so um, when, like, like, like I said, this is, I would never put you on a diet. And what I love about sending people into the informed eating arena is that you get to make the rules. Like, I have people ask me at the beginning of, you know, going through this all the time. They're like, can I have this? Can I have that? I'm like, I don't know. Can you like do it and see what happens? Because I can't tell you how it affects your body. Just try it. And if you don't like how you feel afterwards, then you're probably not going to want to do it anymore. It's not me giving you rules because I mean, before when I did the whole meal plans and I did the this and that, like if, if it didn't make people feel good, they're not going to be motivated to keep eating that way. It's not sustainable. So really, instead of looking for somebody else to tell you what to eat, you figuring it out for yourself is way more sustainable. Um, and not to say that I can't give suggestions and all that kind of stuff. I absolutely will help you with, you know, there are common foods that cause inflammation uh, for most people. But again, you still need to test it. So, um, you know, you think about like, there's certain simple carbs, there's certain, you know, sugars, definitely one of them. And there's so many different forms of sugar. There's like 50 different names for sugar. So like learning what ingredients mean when you read the packaging is one thing that's going to be key. So like, I'm having you share with me like supplements that you're taking, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not telling you to change anything yet, but you know, sharing with me what you're doing and like different brands of like, you know, if you're going to use salad dressing, I need to know if it's fat free or if it's the regular kind. Um, I need to know certain things. So when I can help you learn about the ingredients. And once you learn how to read ingredients, you're going to know on your own, if you look at something, whether it's not, whether or not it's something you want to put in your body, because I'm not going to tell you what to put in yeah. your body. That's your right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to learn some things. Um, Particularly, you brought up salad dressings. Um, I like to make a vinaigrette and um, I know how to make a few, but I would love some kind of alternatives to that. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to the recipes, to learning a little bit about that. Good. Yeah. And and doing that. And I'm also um, I like vegetables a lot and I like to eat them. I like to prepare them. It's kind of fun. But there will come a day when it's like, <laughs> I do not if want I another chop
0: salad. Yeah.
1: If I chop another vegetable and try to crunch it, I'm going to throw up <laughs> in my mouth and then on the floor. But so I will need something on those days that's going to be, you know, and, and in my normal world, my go to would have been chips or pasta or, you know, and I would like some sort of alternative to that I would like to learn about that because carbs are uh, oh Lord, and I'm not
0: going to tell you to give up carbs
1: <laughs> like, we will
0: get into I do want you to try nutrition phasing which is basically the basic three macros are healthy fat protein lean if possible and uh, complex carbs I mean yeah complex carbs sorry um, so complex carbs are more of like the com- you know complete proteins are one thing Complex carbs are like, you know, the whole grains, the whatever, like there's, there's a few, but even a lot of those can cause people inflammation, but you want to focus on, um, you don't want to completely get rid of those. Like our bodies do need carbs, like fruits are carbs, um, some mm-hmm. vegetables have mm-hmm. good carbs, like all that stuff. So, and I hate to label food good and bad. I will say healthy versus unhealthy or inflammatory versus anti-inflammatory. Um, if you don't, if you aren't aware already of what f- foods have like the highest anti-inflammatory properties, that's something we're going to get into Um And then Mm -hmm. obviously you treat, so your homework of this week, the main part was tracking your food and you send it to me daily. Mm -hmm. So you're you're kind Mm of, um, and you're doing a great job. You're even telling me what time you're eating and all that stuff. So, um, this week or Kelly is still continuing practicing intermittent fasting. And that's something that if you wake up one day and you're not hungry and you don't want to eat yet don't do it. like, if you don't want to eat too late, like if you want to move your window around, or maybe one day you wake up starving and you're hungry all day long and you eat until you go to bed, that's okay too. Like, I don't want you to get so fixated on this certain window that you never ever do anything else. And you're almost like watching the clock until you can eat again. Like that I'm not okay with. Um, I do understand that, Sometimes we need to go to bed slightly hungry because we're breaking the habit of eating something right before we go to sleep. That is different. If you're starving though, you know, there's, there's ways to kind of wean yourself away from eating all the time. And so if you're trying, if you're somebody that's trying to shorten your window, um, I try to stick with like an eight hour window and I understand yours was a little bit longer than that, right? Yours was a 12 or am I wrong?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I usually toy between a 12 and a 16. Okay. but mostly here lately I've been doing a a 12 I did a 16 for quite some time and I've even gone as far as an 18 but 18 is about and that's your fasting time right so your window is small your window is small yeah
0: Yeah. okay yeah um so yeah and sometimes it's it's okay to have a little bit of flexibility in that window. I just don't want you to get so fixated on the time that you're torturing yourself does that make sense um, I don't believe yeah, yeah. in associating anything torturous with your food because you need food. You have to have a healthy relationship with food and eating it. And I know you do. Uh, I'm just saying this as a caveat. Oh no, yeah, I get it. You gotta I have get it. a healthy relationship with whatever habits you're building around food. Um, cause it can have really long-term damage on people. Um, you know, and so I know, are you, you're tracking, are you tracking your calories at all or your macros yet? Or just, okay, no, so what no, we started no, no, with no. was just logging. I just wanted you logging your food, yeah. um, you know, becoming more aware about like the time frame that you're, you are doing, whatever happens, um, even logging the stuff like the the birthday cake and the white calls and stuff like that. We're just simply writing it down so that I can see what's going on. Now, I brought the th- up about the salad dressing just because I saw one day that there was some fat-free salad dressing involved. Um, yep. As we talk about ingredients, you're going to see why most i mean there's i can't think of an example where i would not suggest the the regular version of any of the salad dressings that are pre-bottled but most of them have ingredients that i just would not intake very often anyway we'll get into all that um as we go along but um just for information's sake the fat free dressings or like anything that's kind of like reduced fat low fat light fat free um even like severely like low calorie this, you know, so whether it's cutting the fat or cutting the calories, usually they, they compensate in another way. Usually the sugars will be higher in the fat free stuff. Um, there may right. be more chemicals. So anyway, we're going to learn about reading ingredients because that's, so I made sure that you were open to clean eating, um, and clean eating in the sense of that, cause there's a lot of different definitions for that. My way of clean eating that I like to teach people to to start with is literally learning ingredients and how to read. Like, yes, look at the nutrition label, the actual grid that has the calories and the serving size and the sugars, but also reading the ingredients and learning what each of those mean. Because most of the time, a lot of processed stuff has things that you're like, I don't even know what that is. And you look it up and it's either a third kind of sugar that's in that one thing or it's, a, you know, another chemical additive that's completely something you don't want to put in your body all the time. So um, I'm a little bit of an ingredient Nazi when I can be. So I'm not saying I never put anything in my mouth that's, you know, not, but um, that's not 100% clean. I kind of follow the 80, 20% rule. So like if I can eat clean 80% of the time and quote unquote dirty or not clean the other 20, you know, 20%, then it's, that's how that's how like normal, moderate pro- uh, progress can happen. So, um, I don't it's so again, it's not something I want anybody to obsess over, but it's something that I think we just don't understand. Like the food industry has changed so much and I will try not to get on too big of a rant about this, but, um, we can have a, we're going to have a whole nother episode about this. So I'm just going to touch on it real quick. Um, the food industry has taken, advantage of being able to produce mass amounts of certain crops um, and they very much play to like the people's taste buds and the sugar sensors in your brain and stuff like that you're basically addicted oh wait yeah, yeah we love yes, that sugar I love addicted it. to pro- certain processed foods like cereals are like that um, I'm pretty sure I mean ugh, the whole like cereal industry has created so much issue but um i mean even looking at like the the food coloring like the 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 red dyes and the blue dyes and all that stuff, they like, they have now seen those cause issues in young kids you know like um adhd issues stuff like that so like you think about i mean like gummies and cereal and um i don't know all kinds oh wow uh- I love sweet fish. <laughs> well, you look, you look at those <laughs> ingredients and you're like, mm, man, like it's a long it list. It is a long list. So that's another thing. So just a quick, easy way to see like, hmm, is this like a healthy-ish something or not? You can look at the ingredient list and if the ingredient list takes up half or more of the backside of the label, it's probably not a good idea. One of the things I will call out this brand and I will not do this often but a lot of people are drinking the premier protein shakes right now. Um, Don't Uh waste your money. Like I know they're low carb. Uh I know they're low calorie. um, I will not focus on that brand anymore. I'm just saying anything like that, when you turn it over and that ingredient list takes up half of the label, it's just a bad idea because it's not a bunch of, you know, great protein sources and fruit sources and whatever else, it's a whole lot of chemical additives. And it's a lot of stuff that's jacking your gut health up. Now we're going to have a gut health episode too, but, um, or, you know, especially with, with the program, you're going to learn a lot more about gut health, but just to introduce all that stuff, like your gut health is kind of what determines your overall health. And one of the things that's really disrupting people's gut health these days, in addition to these other additives and extra sugars, like man-made sugars and all that stuff. Like I'd rather you eat something that has full-blown regular cane sugar in it than something that says, it says sugar-free, but three of the ingredients on that list are actually also sugar. They're just man-made versions of it. And they actually spike your insulin way worse than regular sugar does and cause all kinds Mm -hmm. of other problems. It's
1: why I love the the bottled Cokes, like the bottled from Mexico. The, you know the the and they come in those huge bottles, by the way, and they're just delicious. But it's 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 sugar. It's just regular, sugar, real sugar. regular old yeah. sugar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you just it, so I prefer that to like the the corn syrup and the you know all that. It's very syrupy. Yes. To yes. Me. In
0: in the diets, you know. it all has like aspartame, which. <sighs> I can't even, I mean, I know I'm not, and so if, if you or somebody like as Kelly's doing this now, like her reporting her food to me, I'm not judging her as a person. I am not, um, I am not here to like make you feel bad about food choices or anything. Like, so if you're listening to this and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing it all wrong. Like it's not to make you feel bad. (laughs) It's all about awareness. Like I have studied this stuff for years and a lot of people, I'm just I'm still so surprised about how many people don't know because I've immersed myself in it. But then you turn around and you have these food companies who, um, you know, say made with whole grain and heart healthy and blah, blah, blah. And then I turn it over and look at the ingredients and I am shocked because that, the daily maximum grams of sugar for an average female to intake is 25 grams. And you look at some of those so, so so-called healthy juices out there. Um, like the, the, you know, juice drinks you can buy that are like supposed to, supposed to be healthy, whatever, or even like other like food stuffs that's labeled as healthy, like granola bars and stuff like that. Um, cliff bars, I'm sorry to name other brands, but just protein bars, whatever. Look at the other stuff like that out there. Look at those sugars. And if you, you're supposed to have 25 in a day, there's like 20 in one bar. So yes, it might be a protein bar that helps get you to the next meal, but it's not worth it. It is not worth it. So like really focusing on less fake food and and snacky food or so-called co- so health food and really just focusing on food, you know, like whole foods. So if it's from, it's like the closest to his natural state as possible is exactly what I want people to focus more on because you get into these, you know, highfalutin well it says it's healthy it says it's a fitness something it's just marketing it's so much marketing and I can't okay I'll move on um I I get really fired up about it (laughs) but
1: I just well I just want to say that you know no you're not judging because all I have done is bring up things that are not good for weight loss And talk about how much I love them. (laughs) And Jessica's not judging judging
0: you. So if you'll notice that, it is is true. And that's why, like, that's, you know, they get you loving these certain foods. And then it's almost like, well, I don't care what it does to me. I'm going to eat my whatever anyway. And that's your prerogative too. But if you're complaining about how bad you feel or how you want to lose weight or how you always have headaches or whatever the case may be, like dig a little deeper. Don't be afraid of change because even though a lot of times we're Mm -hmm. all resistant to change, it's not comfortable. It's not Mm -hmm. always fun. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just one of those things. It's just, this is just an awakening
1: and just an awareness. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, yeah, so for this week, as we move towards nutrition what what can I expect as far as I know you've you've sent me some things and you've sent me a cheat sheet of the the foods to watch out for, which is very <laughs> wonderful, and I'm you know looking through that and thinking, oh, you know, um, I don't really want to eat this anyway, but I probably am going to be shocked at how many of the foods that I'm regularly eating that some of this stuff is in but um so is that is that kind of this next yes yeah, so this this next step as, okay, I really okay. want you
0: so I want you to go over that list and you can save it like I think as a picture on your phone or something like that um and maybe look okay. just start by looking in your cabinet you know or in your even in your okay. refrigerator like look at some of these salad dressings and see some of these ingredients. Look in like, you mm-hmm. know, there's certain drinks or certain cereals like the BHT. So I sent Kelly and this is going to be available for everybody to download very soon. Um, as soon as I launch my program, um, y'all get to get your hands on some of this stuff, but it's basically a cheat sheet for ingredients to avoid and that are mostly in food and drinks. And some are in products that you would use like lotions, makeup, hair stuff, cleaning products, um, there's a reason why there's such a push to go more whole foods and go more natural when it comes to all that stuff, because it affects your systems. Um, Like I said, it affects your gut health. And if your gut gets out of whack, you know, your, your overall health is going to be out of whack. If you've got, you know, if it messes with your, your nervous system, your circulatory system or your respiratory, you know, right now we all need to be extra careful with our respiratory system, but if you're in your house spraying God knows what kind of cleaner, and cleaning everything and you're breathing it in, you could be doing damage to your respiratory system and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, so everything needs to be shifted more towards, you know, cleaner, more natural, more from the earth and nutrient dense. So again, like going back to like a lot of people, if they're tracking calories or whatever, um, a hundred calories of just something, cause you're trying to keep it low, doesn't compare to like if it's a package whatever because it says a 100 calorie snack like a you know the slim fast stuff it's not to I'm gonna call them out you know what I have no beef calling them out um there's nothing that I've ever seen made by them that I would put in my body it has so many ingredients I can't stand it anyway 100 calorie snack versus I'm sorry I,
1: I, 100 calories no it's <laughs> 100 calories I know I can hear you talking and I think she wants to cuss so bad. I do when she oh. is bringing it up. But we've tried to not have an yes. We're 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 still our... explicitly reading <laughs> free right now. Um, As of yeah. Year, so yeah.
0: once we get to that whole episode, though, that one might have to be. An e. Um. <laughs> but for real, though, like there's you know picking like a processed snack that's a hundred calories versus grabbing an apple or grabbing some carrots or grabbing a small salad or whatever. Like those kind of little shifts like your body's going to get the nutrition that it needs. And therefore your uh, cravings will actually go down because it's getting, like you need certain vitamins and minerals for your body to function. And you really want that variety in your gut biome, your microbiome in your gut. You want more good bacteria than bad. And, you know, you've got to get the prebiotics in there to feed the good probiotics. And so anyway, if it, I know it sounds really complicated. We're going to get into more, you know, explanation of all that, but just, I know I'm leading you down this path, Kelly, so that you kind of we're going to get into it even more, you know, as we as we go through all this nutrition. Week. So but I just want to say that the ingredients matter so much. And I don't want people to like freak out and think they can't eat anything. And then all of a sudden they're like starving themselves. But um, whole foods are always a win, you know, um, and there are some packaged foods. And so the next thing I have coming out too, Kelly, which is what I'll send you next is kind of a it's basically like a tiny little e-guide and it's how to shop healthy at Walmart. And you can do it at any store. I just made sure to pick a store that had um, everything that I talk about is at this one store. And I go, I go through what to look for. And I also um, broke everything down by category. So like breads I gave, which ones I would look for under meats. I gave which ones I would look for. And, and then I have like foods that I wouldn't waste my money on that are, a lot of them are marketed as healthy, but they're actually kind of a waste of money. They're very nutrient deficient. So in my opinion, it's kind of empty calories. It just doesn't even matter. And then you've got the, um, yeah. and then I've got brands that I recommend, like the healthier, um, less processed options that I know that are at Walmart. So um, that guide will be okay. super helpful for you as well. So hopefully I'll have that to you before you go to the grocery store again. And that'll be yeah. available for de- for download well, as well. So
1: I'm just going to not go until I receive that <laughs> from you. So if you get a, if you get a text next Thursday, that says I'm starving, you'll know that you gotta you eat. No. <laughs> it, it's, it's
0: ready as of tomorrow. So if you don't have it by Saturday, then yeah, you can remind me, but you should have it by tomorrow. So, okay. um, so during this week, we're tracking right now, we're just bringing more awareness to what we're putting into our body. Um, you're going to, you are going to learn more about gut health and, and kind of like figuring out your macro ranges, uh, we'll get there because to, to do nutrition phasing, it's really macro phasing. And so um, we might get a little more fat heavy and low carb at the beginning just to help you get kind of fat adapt- adapted. Because um, really that's how you get metabolically flexible. If you are able to kind of get your body into fat burning mode, and then you kind of add in carbs again, you're going to be fine. Like it's, that's kind of like, I was able to lose okay. almost 60 pounds total and like keep it off for two years. And I just kept kind of cycling through because we talked about it a little bit before, but I used to do the healthy eating hack where I would eat the same thing for breakfast every single day. Like it's stuff that I had, it's stuff that I could restock. It was there. It was easy. I basically didn't even have to think to make it. I knew what the calorie range ish was. Um, and it's really before I focused on macros, but then I learned how important it is to, to have variety and to, you know, do the phasing. So it's really, I mean, I'm not saying I do still make big meals and eat them like a little bit throughout the week, but the next week I'm going to make a different big meal to eat off of for a few days, you know, um, well, you know, and changing up your breakfast and or your lunch or whatever, like all of that is just, it's really important. Your nutrition has got to be varied. So we're gonna learn more about that and we're gonna keep paying attention to the signs of inflammation, which are runny nose, achy joints, bloat gas, uh belching or um heartburn, uh even brain fog and stuff like that. So if you're if you're suffering mm. from any of that stuff right now, it start logging your food in a journal. You know, just pay attention to it, or um actually offer I facilitate diagnostic care tests with a lab down in Florida, and I just need five or six strands of hair that are at least an inch long, and I just submit them to the lab, and they do um, a three-phase test on each strand, and they are able to figure out which foods and environmental factors cause you, um, possibly cause you inflammation, but they're, they're known intolerances and sensitivities. So... Oh, my' it's gosh. very cool. So I've done it on myself, I've actually done it on my daughter, and um the boys in my family have hair that's too short. But you can actually use hair from any part of your body. do not tell me, you don't have to tell me where it comes from i know lord (laughs) i've actually sent some hair in well we'll
1: stick with we'll stick with you have head hair so that's great
0: um there's some there's some men Mm -hmm. that i've had send in their hair and i just didn't even ask because i know their hair's not very long but um it it doesn't (laughs) matter um so you put it you get a kit you put it in the ziploc bag you put it in the envelope you send it straight to the lab and then your results are emailed to me And then I set up a time to go over them with you and email them to you so that you can print them off or whatever, and we go over the results. So it's very
1: well. I've I've definitely yes, it's very cool.
0: So um, and really you kind of learn what's in your system. Like obviously our hair, they test up to the one inch because I mean that's like months, you know, kind of 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 uh, intake, I guess you could say. So it's basically DNA. But it's, they don't store your DNA. We mm-hmm. don't call it a DNA test because they're not learning about your DNA. They're learning about your intolerances and your sensitivities. So um, they can also tell your nutritional deficiencies. So it, they're able to show you kind of what mm-hmm. your you have problem retaining as far as like vitamins and nutrients goes, and they show you what you retain too much of. So like maybe somebody's, you know, always taking a calcium supplement or magnesium or whatever, it'll show you if you maybe have a buildup of that in your system because you Don't filter that out well, um, because just mm-hmm. for, because we're taking or eating certain, um, you know, supplements or like you know, protein or calcium or whatever, it, there's so many mm-hmm. things that go into whether you're not, or not you're absorbing those. And so, to circle it back around to gut health, if you've got leaky gut, you could be eating like as healthy as you know, anybody, but it doesn't matter if you're not absorbing that nutrition. Does that make sense? So, like. We're shifting yes. our focus not towards dieting and restricting calories and all that jazz. We're shifting towards nutrient dense and healing our gut to make sure because like over 70% of people are walking around with leaky gut. And so if you know that you have inflammation, you probably have leaky gut. So we're gonna heal the the leaky gut and we're gonna better absorb the nutrition that we are getting and you're gonna start seeing a difference in a lot of things, like energy, sleep, you know, your skin, your eyes, your hair, how you feel headaches, heartburn, weight loss. So anyway, so anyway, the hair test is a tool that I use to help people identify those things. And then we can kind of go from there as far as like, if we want to start eliminating certain foods that came up on the test, uh, we can do that in a controlled way to where you're experimenting with that to see if it actually causes you inflammation. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, all right. So
1: Send me the kit or whatever That would be I need to one do. of our
0: next steps, and then you've had the list of the ingredients to avoid. So just go over that. You'll be getting the how to shop healthy at Walmart list, and then um, and then we'll start learning about reading ingredients overall with you know things you're you're, you're going to buy or whatever. And bringing more awareness to that lets you decide you know what you want to buy, what you want to eat, what you want to put in your body. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you these are the healthy foods you should eat. We're gonna we're gonna let you decide, but Um, also the last caveat about, um, gut health and if you can buy organic in the, in that guide, we'll have a list of the dirty dozen and the clean 15, the dirty dozen are, they review these every year and they're put out as the most toxic foods if they're not organic. And so I think the number one list, the number one on the list for 2019 was strawberries. Um, So you got to think about what you're putting into your body, even though it's a fruit and it's a healthy food and you think it has X, Y, and Z nutrition in it. um, If it's not organic, you're also putting toxins in your body. And it's the same with supplements. There's a lot of supplements out there that have, you know, some very good vitamins and minerals and whatever, but they also have these other things that if they're not organic, you're putting in toxins into your body and toxins disrupt your gut health, disrupt your brain health. Which those two are very connected and you have to kind of like our bodies are always detoxing, but sometimes it can't keep up if you're putting in way more toxins than you than into normal. Um so we'll get into all that
1: as well and talk about detoxing and um all that jazz. But I never would have guessed. I well, know. Maybe. I mean, if you had given me fifty guesses, well, usually of what was at the top usually of that list, things strawberries that would have never come grow out of in
0: the ground, like potatoes, carrots things like that that touch the soil constantly. And so if it's not organic, Mm -hmm. it probably has Roundup sprayed on it, really. It's it's glyphosate. Um, I do not want to send you down the rabbit Mm. hole of glyphosate, but you can do it. Just Google glyphosate's effects on gut health. Just do it. Um, I'm a little scared. I'm scared. I'm just saying. So, you think about um, (laughs) one of the number one ingredients in a lot of salad dressings and uh, pre made sauces and stuff like that is like soybean oil. Uh, So, the the top crops that have that are GMO, like genetically modified organisms, GMOs, um, they're obviously probably going to have glyphosate sprayed on them as well because that's the stuff like corn, soybeans um, stuff like that, that they, in sunflowers, even they can mass Mm. produce those crops, right? They can make a ton of food additives with those crops. There are big, big food industry people behind those crops. Um, but there's also to, to keep them alive and mass producing, they have to kill bugs. They have to kill weeds. So they have glyphosate plus whatever else keeps all that stuff off of those foods to grow them big and fat and well. So when you Mm. eat those foods, so that's that soybean oil that's in that salad dressing or whatever else you're eating that chemical and it really, really disrupts gut health. Um, and it, and it causes weight loss resistance for a lot of people. So I bring it up because that's one, that's a part of your goal is fat loss. So we are going to really get into that. And um, so there is a clean 15 list. So this is in the how to shop healthy and Walmart guide. It's got the dirty dozen and it's got the clean 15. The clean 15 means you don't necessarily need to worry about buying the organic version of it because there's not a lot of levels of toxicity in it, even if it's not organic. So it's stuff that like when you don't eat the peel, like a banana or an avocado, Stuff like that, you don't necessarily need to spend the money on the organic version. Um, So I'm not saying buy organic everything. I'm just saying, um, you know, you think about the wheat and the rice and stuff like that, too, though. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll get into all that. But so Mm -hmm. just to give you some food for thought today... Um, okay, so not sure. to, not to freak anybody out. And I'm not saying that everything that comes out of my <laughs> mouth is like the hundred percent truth. Like this is just what I've studied, what I've learned, what, how I navigate my nutrition and how I, you know, coach others to do the same. So, um, so we'll just see what happens, but, um, yeah, so be on the lookout for more homework with all that stuff and just keep logging your food like you're doing. And next week. Um, is the hydration week. So there is a lot to talk okay. about that, but we're also still going to talk a lot about mm-hmm. the nutrition um through okay. all that as well. So there's a lot with nutrition, but it's all good. So we're going to do the hair mm-hmm. test and then we'll review some of those results and then we'll, we'll just take it from there. So, all right.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. My dog is still Aww, sitting here. She's, she's listening precious. and learning. Yes. She is. She's She's relaxing. She's an old girl like me, and so we like to learn new. Well, things. Well, it is a beautiful
0: day. You can teach um,
1: Carly. You can absolutely teach old dogs new tricks, can't you, yes girl? You can. That's right. That's what we are. Yes, she's precious. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, so I'm excited, and um, so I guess we should say this has been holistic hysteria yes. with Barefoot Fit mm-hmm. Jeff and Kelly, and mm-hmm. if you have time. Uh, go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. And thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you who have and have left such wonderful yes, comments. we really love. We greatly acc- love reading yeah, this. love thank that. You. Yeah, love the feedback. And some of you have been messaging me on Instagram and telling me, you know, things that you like, your um, other podcasts you like, or your um, songs or you know, recipes or anything and I, I just I love it. I yes. eat it up. So um please keep yes. that up. In a time you, thank where you. we
0: are all kind of not able to get together all the time, we're so thankful that we're able to connect with everybody in this way. So we really appreciate you and thanks for tuning in and we will see you next week.